You are listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, JT the Brick. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Former running back Craig Ellis, who was a great receiver out of the backfield too, from L.A. to the Canadian Football League to the Los Angeles Raiders. Craig, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate you coming on. How are you? Come on, J2, brother. And I'm just a squirrel. You're the man. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of you having me with you. Oh, well, look, this alumni department and – you know, they feed me great individuals like yourself to talk about because fans in Vegas and Raider Nation want to talk to the players who formerly played with the team now with this new stadium. And I wanted you to begin before you got to San Diego State. You were an incredible high school football player. Take me back to the early years in L.A., growing up, the streets of L.A., and how you managed to find yourself as an athlete playing football. What were the early years like? Right, you know, uh, J.T., I see. I I see you done your history on me. I thought yeah. we were talking about today and going further. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm from South Central. It, it was tough, but I was blessed, though, JT. I got my bar. He allowed me to do a lot of things, and the thing he provided me was to get me out of the environment that I was in. And I do remember the day I walked out of CYA and uh, never looked back, JT. What was South Central like? Back growing up as a kid, how dangerous was it, your friends, and the choices you needed to make, your family? I mean, who was leading you in the right direction? <laughs> oh, man, JT, why you come with me like that, bro? I thought we were talking about the Super Bowl. No, no, we're going to get into all this. I'm, I'm, I'm doing an interview about your life here, not about one not about one chapter. Is it? Tell us tell us for the parents who are listening and the kids who are listening how, wow. how you got that quick start in your life. Wow, 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 wow. All right, bro, because we were, you know, uh, coming up, you know, I was, honestly, JT, I was, uh, I was groomed to be a soldier in the hood. You know, not to me and my brothers and sisters. Well, actually, all four, all four of my brothers are, uh, are deceased. Uh, I have one sister that is alive. The game is uh, fast in the, in, in, in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all about the drugs and, and, and money, right, coming up. So it, it was, uh, you know, it's, when, you, when you're a kid and, and you see these fine things and you want to obtain these things, so you look to the, to the game, and the game is the life. And that's all you heard, all you learned in the hood is the life. But my probation officer saw something different in me. And uh, she, you know, in order for me to get out of CYA, I had to go to North Hollywood. She got me out of the environment. And at that time, JT, I'd never looked back. Incredible. Craig Ellis is our guest. So you end up having a high school game. 25 carries, 367 yards, and seven touchdowns. Is that correct? I mean, that's still to this day, people say, one of the greatest games ever played in the history of Los Angeles. I know, but you know what? When you think about uh, coming out of CYA, you don't ever want to go back, right? Right. When I got out of of, uh, Youth Authority, uh, I went to North Hollywood. I was 14 years old. I played varsity. I played Mm -hmm. some white guy named um, Mike Laco. But they didn't like me because uh, I came out of nowhere, you know, and uh, I was trying to hide my past at the time, JT, because I didn't want to go back. And, and I had a, a negative guy. He was His name was McCarthy. He was a, a JV coach, but he helped out on the varsity team. He didn't like it that I took that running back spot. I didn't know none of these guys. <laughs> I just wanted to play. But then uh, he was messing with me. Hey, you remember the girl, Aaron Marin, Mohan, uh, the happy day girl? 
Right, yeah, Erin Moran. Yes, yeah, she was in one of my classes. You know, I loved it in North Hollywood. But what happened was is that one guy, he kept messing with me. He got me expelled. And I thought my PO was going to send me back. To, and, man, I, I, I didn't want to go back there, so I transferred over to a school named Polytechnic. Mm-hmm. And the reason I went to Poly is when I was at North Hollywood, we played a game. And I remember this little linebacker, Kirby something. I can't remember the last name. He caught me. Because uh, he wasn't the would-be tackler. It was like another guy. Well, when I got into his lane, he caught me on, you know, surprise. He got me underneath the sternum. But I pop up, right? Because uh, if you lay down on the ground, they always they, it feeds their ego. I popped up, but he, he got a good lick on me. So when I was looking for a high school, Polly came along. And uh, there was a coach there named Dick Wyndham, JT. He was like my second dad. He looked after me. He also helped me out when I went to college and things wasn't going right. I don't think you know this, but I was kicked out. Of, uh, of my university, my junior year and senior year. My junior year was racial, and my senior year, I don't even understand why it would happen. Craig Ellis is our guest. Incredible story. So San Diego State to the Canadian Football League, where you finish your career with 88 touchdowns, 11th all time. Tell me the journey to go to Canada first and have all the success you had early and late with the Raiders sandwich in between. Hey, JT, are you going to stick with me or are we going to talk about quarterbacks? <laughs> because you talked about that uh, Brady. Don't get me wrong, I love Brady. He was a six-round pick. You know that. Mm-hmm. But when I came out of college, I was fortunate enough to play with Joe Montana and to be coached by Sam White as my receiver coach and to have the knowledge and that to watch Bill Walsh and Joe Montana prepare for a game. Brother, I was I was 20 years old watching this, JT. What I've learned at San Francisco in 1982, and it's no different what Brady is doing right now, but he's doing it in a different offense formation. He's doing it in a spread set. Back in the day, what Brady is doing, Joe Montana was doing a check with me at the line of scrimmage. But if you would have mm-hmm. saw Bill Walsh and Joe Montana, when they were down, how they operate in a game, oh, my God. Yeah, we're Go talking ahead. to Craig Ellis. Tell me the tell me the impact that Bill Walsh and Al Davis had on your life, two guys that were tied together, respected each other, and, and what you learned from those two gentlemen who were two of the biggest icons in football history. All right, I'm going to tell you about Al Davis first. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say icon, more than that. He, he was almost like a oh, uh, a god, a, a goddess, or something, because when he showed up at practice, you felt his presence. And I just remember the white pants and his hair blowing in the air. And when he talked to you, you were someone special. You don't talk to everybody. And I was fortunate for him to say things to me. And it, and you take, you don't say nothing. You just be fortunate, take what he says, and and just learn off of what what he wanted you, his message to you. But will Bill Wash? Oh my goodness! But. To watch Bill Wash and to watch Sam Wash, Sam Wash was another gentleman that when you watch Sam and, and Joe Montana and Bill Wash all together in their preparation, you know, before a game and their game planning and all that, you don't realize that at 20 years old. But when you become into the league, and then, you know, I was fortunate to play, you know, nine years in the, uh, in the uh, CFL and two years mm-hmm. in the NFL. So I was able to see a lot of offensive coordinators. Uh, Don Shula in Miami. I played with Dan Marino. I played with Warren Moon in Edmonton. You know Warren Moon and I is from the same neighborhood. Yes. We went to Hamilton, all right? So I was fortunate to play in a lot of offenses. So when you look at Tom Brady right now under the offense right now, that spread offense, 
he's talking to his receivers and his his uh, uh, his, his uh, bats on the line of scrimmage. And then with the and with the motions and all that, he's he's, he's reading the defense. That's no different than what Joe Montana did with check with me when he came to the line of scrimmage. And if he saw a five front or a four front, he changed. But those are the smart quarterbacks going to do. But when you say all the best, I think if you took Joe Montana and gave him the the preparation and the things that you're doing today with the spread offense, it'll be no different than Tom Brady. Touchdown, Las Vegas. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians. But we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com. Greg Ellis is our guest as we wrap it up. I mean, some of your stats in the Canadian Football League, first running back in history to lead the league in receptions, 91 for 871 yards, most receptions in a season, 102 back in 1985. You've had this incredible life, Craig. It's really unique. What is your legacy, in your opinion, as a football player? My legacy is called Alumni in Action. It's a nonprofit organization, JT. And I've been very blessed and fortunate to be able to work with a great organization or a class organization with the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, in my time with the Raiders, I was very fortunate and blessed because I was able to play with the Los Angeles Raiders. To be able to play in your hometown where you did your thing, where you grew up and live at home, I was very blessed. But now I'm also very fortunate to be able to work with Shannon and Devin and the team over there in the alumni department because they've been a class act. Yes. Always been. I, you know, I, you can't, you can't, I can go on. I don't know why you want to give me ten, uh, 10 minutes and you blindsided me about me. I thought you wanted <laughs> to talk football. You got to get me back, bro, and let me prepare. Because I, was, I just wanted to talk about Brady because my boy Joe Montana was the man. And when you talk about people that was influential in my life, it was uh, Freddie Solomon. When I was at San Francisco, he took me underneath his wing. So did Fred Dean. I never gave a chance, rest in heaven, to both of my brothers. I never got a chance to tell those two brothers. Those two brothers were the greatest brothers in my life. Also Warren Moon. They were my big yeah. brothers because I was a hard head little, little, little guy running around. And then I, I listened to those guys, and I was very fortunate to take their presence around me. Craig, I got to run, but we'll talk again. We'll get you on the Raiders team podcast, and we'll do a deeper, deeper dive than even this one. You know, I get a chance to do this, and I'm thrilled we had, you know, 10 or 12 minutes to talk about your life because there's much more to your story. And I'll get the next chapter out of it next time. But thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. JT, you keep doing what you're doing, brother. You know you're the one. Okay? Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. You too. You too. That's that's an interesting conversation. Uh, Craig Ellis, former running back, one of the great Canadian football players to ever live. His stats are insane. Played for the Raiders in just 1987. But you see the impact that this alumni department has. And the impact that just playing for the Raiders a short period of time had on his whole life. I was more interested in talking to him about the hood. And growing up as a kid, he talked about his four brothers dying and the life he lived just to get out of his neighborhood and to survive in the streets where he grew up to go on to have success in life and be a football player. It's really a compelling story. 
Thanks again to Craig Ellis for joining us. We appreciate part of his story, and you'll hear more and more about what we're doing with a lot of these Raider alumni at Raiders.com with all of our podcasts, including The Game Plan. Thank you for listening to The Game Plan on the official Raiders Podcast Network.